0: I have something to to say. Yeah, I bet you do. I like that that's sort of the nerdier version of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. I, I have something to say. Yeah. I told you this before we started recording. Yeah. We're going to be working closely with a guy by the name of Travis. Yeah. Who runs a... Like his social media handle is controversing, and he does a lot of stuff involving swag at conventions and people giving away free stuff or like free exclusives merch. and stuff like that yeah, a bunch of merch so we sent him a bunch of stuff he's gonna start doing some promotional work for us too but yeah. you know, go check out his Instagram his I think he's still on Twitter his Facebook uh, controversing if you want to get some free stuff from him as well if we're not putting out enough. You know, uh, giveaways and stuff like that. If you want more free stuff from us. Yeah, he's going to do some raffles, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, that guy was super cool. We met him at Comic-Con. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he was awesome. So definitely check him out and check out all of his social media sites and everything because that's actually a really cool thing because when you go to cons, that's what you want. You're looking for the free stuff. You know what I mean? And a guy who can just be, you know, feet on the ground and, and just letting you know exactly where to go and when to get the best free stuff. It uh I think it it really kind of makes cons more fun and makes it more enjoyable. It almost makes it like a scavenger hunt when you're doing it that way. It's so
0: funny too because even we are always on the lookout for free stuff and we come there with like 40 pounds of free stuff a day.
1: Yeah, we come we give out the free stuff and we try and do it as quickly as possible so that we can make room in our bag so that we can get our free stuff.
0: That's sort of how the economy works at Comic-Con. It's sort of a trickle-down yeah. economic. It is. A tr- it's a
1: very trickle-down system. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because sometimes I will get the free stuff and I don't even want the free stuff. I get a Comic-Con. And then I think, well, if I don't want it, I'll take it anyway. Because chances are we can give it out yeah, as our true. swag Yeah, in a, in a mystery
0: box or something. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely something you want to check out. One man's trash is another man's enamel (laughs) pin.
1: Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, And if that's not enough time, apparently Apple will provide you with a second hour that you can use to get that because it'll just decide to update its software or something. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host. Andrew Dunn. Say
0: hello, Andrew. So what exactly are you referring to in that intro? So
1: funny you should say that because we've actually already recorded the episode that we're about to record, even though we're going to talk about different things on this episode than we did on the other recording episode, because Apple decided to update its operating system. So if you're a Mac user, you already know this, but uh, it updated its operating system and I did not know this, but the program that we use to record the show on my end is not able to be used in the new operating system. There was no, I didn't, I, They did not tell us this beforehand. Uh, I had to go to the website to find out when I downloaded the new operating system. It just said, hey, this doesn't work anymore. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll go get a new version of it because usually they update that. And they didn't. And then I tried to use GarageBand and teach myself GarageBand in 15 minutes, which it turns out you can't. Because GarageBand is complicated. And when we recorded the episode, one second of one hour actually recorded.
0: I might put that one second up on Patreon.
1: (laughs) If you just put that one second up 600 times (laughs) over top of your hour version of the hour i think it actually syncs up i think you could just do that as well yeah that's a good call so there is a lost episode of the
0: media lunch break out there i would say probably our funniest episode
1: i know it was actually a really it was a really good episode that's the real that's the shame of it because there have been some that we put out where i was like nah, "That was all right and then this one where we got done and i was like Oh, I was so pissed.
0: Yeah, I nearly deleted the channel. <laughs> Just,
1: I nearly ended the podcast and my life.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it was a good one. You know how I could tell it was a good episode? Because we talked for an hour and only had, like, three news items. Right, we actually, like, really filled it out really well, so... I there's a part
1: of me that I remember some of the bits that we did that I kind of wanted to do again, but I don't know
0: if it'll work. I feel like we should just move on. I will say though, if there's anything I know it's how to fill something out. (laughs) All right. Well then that being said, uh, I've
1: got some, here's the one benefit of this is that we've got newer, fresher news stories for everyone. Ooh, so hot, so fresh. Um, so I got a little bit now. I got actually more news stories than I had for the first episode. Um, I've got like six or seven stories. So we got a little bit of everything going on. You got I got Marvel. I got DC. What do you wanna What do you want to start with? Oh, how about Marvel? Oh, too bad. I want to talk about the Matrix. So um, they've been gearing up for this new this Matrix Four, this Matrix sequel or reboot or requel. I'm going to copyright that. Requel? Yeah, do Can it. we call that that? Yeah. Yep. So the Matrix requel is underway. They're casting it right now. We know that like Keanu Reeves is going to be back and Carrie Ann Moss is going to be back. There's been a couple other castings coming about. There's been talk that Jada Pinkett Smith is going to be joining it, uh, which she was in the...
0: She was in the second
1: one. No, is she, she is in the second one. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one in a while. And if I have, I blocked it out. <laughs> Usually I watch about 15 minutes of the second one and then I get a nosebleed and I pass out.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And
1: then I come to somewhere around the part where it looks like the Matrix-y screen, but it's just words scrolling up in an upward The credits. And then I figure I figured everything out. So yeah, that's right. She was in the second one. So she, I've heard it's going to be possibly back in it again reprising her role. This is the one that I actually really was interested in. Neil Patrick Harris joins the Matrix 4. Yeah. Which is a a casting I would have never seen coming with Neil Patrick Harris. Do you think he's going to be the Oracle? I would love it if he was the... Can you imagine if he was the Oracle? (laughs) That would be the (laughs) sassiest Oracle ever. Just sarcasm everywhere. Just dripping with like, you can't bend a spoon? How hard is it to bend a spoon? <laughs> just that—that's the lesson. That's the wisdom that they can impart. That he can impart. Sure. I think that would be actually amazing if you expect the Oracle to be this old, crusty old man or woman, like they had the last time. And this time, it's Neil Patrick Harris. What if it's just actually Barney from How I Met Your Mother? Oh, that brother, would be but great. He's the Oracle now. That would be pretty good. Do you think he looks good in a trench coat? I don't oh, think he looks good. I bet in a he
0: does. Coat. Are you kidding?
1: In a leather trench coat?
0: Yeah.
1: I think he's too. I think he's too live. You know, he's too. So lean. is Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but he he's good at. He can pull off like a vest. He can pull off a vest really well. He the clothing, whatever clothing that like. Looks like it's so tight, it could be your skin. That's Neil Patrick Harris. That's where Neil Patrick Harris lives. That's where he eats his dinner. You know what I mean? In the clothing department. I don't think a loose, leathery trench coat works for him.
0: I think you're mistaken. mm, Probably. I bet we could find someone has photoshopped this already.
1: Oh, 100%. There's going to be some fan art out
0: there already. You know what? Let me see.
1: Let's see if I could...
0: Yeah, I'm doing it too.
1: Yeah, you're going to do it. All right, I'm going to give it. I'm going to Google it right now. Right? Oh,
0: you might be right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Are you seeing some fan art that is
0: <laughs> No, I'm seeing some some pictures of him wearing a trench coat. Oh, really?
1: Or did you just type Neil Patrick Harris trench coat?
0: I did. And it's not like a it's not like a Matrix style one, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't look good. Oh, I think
1: I think I see what you're
0: Oh, here we go. This is him, right? He looks good in this. Are you looking at the one that looks like a Some sort of World War II setting? I think it's Starship Troopers, (laughs) but it was a good guess. (laughs) He looks good in a trench coat, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, but a leather one. But also, in these, he has them closed. They don't don't close the... the, In The Matrix, they did not program coats to close. They didn't know how to get that right. I think that lives in the uncanny valley for them.
0: Also, there could be an update to the program. Like he could have updated clothes.
1: They're not going to update the program. Why would they update? They're they're still running on Windows XP, I think.
0: Yeah, that's probably true.
1: So you got to imagine him just swishing it about, just swishing it around, you know? Imagine him in a good swish. That's what you got to do. I, you can't see it, but I'm literally swishing right now.
0: See, I think what'll make or break it is the sunglasses.
1: He can pull off some sunglasses. He can do that. I don't know if he can do the kung fu. I want to see him do the kung fu. That's that'd be interesting. What? In you know, honestly though, what kind of a part do you think Neil Patrick Harris is going to be playing in it? Like, I, for me, I, I heard that and I was like, is he going to be the new like? Who's the character? Mouse or something? The techie guy? The kind of, like, more... I'm gonna say out of the Matrix and more programmy guy? Or you think he's gonna be, like, in it?
0: I think he's gonna be more like a Morpheus-type character. He's 46. Like, I don't think he's gonna be a boots-on-the-ground soldier kind of character.
1: Well, I don't think he's gonna go into the Matrix as much and, like... Be running around doing missions. I think he's the guy that doesn't go into the Matrix.
0: Nah, see, I think it's more likely that he will be... He's so known for being so dapper. I think his character, It's there's a good chance he will exclusively be in the Matrix. You know what? He could be the new Agent Smith. No, he couldn't. I
1: uh, no, I really no. Actually, I'm hundred percent serious on this.
0: You just went from talking about how you don't think he could do enough c- good kung fu, yeah. to saying that he could be right. But you
1: were you just said how he's dapper and da da da, and I don't think he could pull off a Morpheus like a mystic type of vibe. But I could see him. I could see him pulling off like the more deadpan Agent Smith type of thing. Also, he uh, he can pull off a suit. He wears a suit really well. Doesn't need the trench coat. You know what? He could actually be the architect. He could. He could be the architect. I could see that. Because when you're the architect, this is what, here's the thing. You're right. Because why would the architect make himself so old? Why does he need to do that?
0: Why would he make himself anything
1: other than Neil Patrick Harris? Why would anyone make themselves anything other than Neil Patrick Harris? That's my point. Isn't that what we're all striving for in this world? Is to just get a little NPH in our lives. I know
0: I'd be a lot happier if you were Neil Patrick Harris. I know I'd be a lot happier if I was Neil Patrick Harris, too. There you go. I just want to take this moment to appreciate that we got some some really good closure in the movie Endgame with Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow, that I really felt like... It ended in a nice way for her, and like we really got a sense of closure. You know, her arc came to a great catharsis that ended up propelling the story forward and being a, a really solid moment. So, uh, in an interview with Entertainment, who's ET? Is that Entertainment Tonight? Entertainment Tonight.
1: Okay. <ially swearing in shape> so- <singing in> <slower> no, keep reading the thing, and I'll do the the theme. But do it in like a really showy voice. Go for it. Read the article. Ready? Go. I'm not doing <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> so, in an interview. With
0: <laughs> you know, I had a joke with this and it's
1: not <laughs> I think this turned into the MacGyver theme now. Keep going. What were you saying?
0: In an interview with Entertainment Tonight, when asked about what we are going to get out of the new Black Widow movie, she said, Closure. I mean, I hope so. I don't know if I can take it anymore without closure. I mean, it's too exhausting. I love it. I'm so proud of what we made. Now we get to sprinkle the magic all over it. Is she? Does she mean semen? That's my real question. <laughs>
1: sprinkle the, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd, most definitely,
0: yeah. That's it's definitely semen. Black Widow comes out May first, 2020. So yeah, do we want more closure? Don't say comes out. Um, <laughs> that's soon after
1: that joke. Do we want more closure? Yes. How much close closure can we, how much closer can you get with this? <laughs> I don't I don't think there's anything that you can do. Are you having a stroke? No, that's that's the that's the proper term. Look it up, okay? Okay, I will. I think yeah, there's not much more you can do after literally dying. That's pretty much as closed as you can get on something. Listen, the other thing is like, you know, if you if you didn't wanna do any more of this, you probably shouldn't sign up for for the movie. You had an out. You know, Scarlet, you had an out on this one. For when Whenever all the other actors complain about, like, ugh, I hate doing this because it's hell on my body and I gotta work out and I don't want to do these anymore but I'm contracted to... You had an out. They literally killed your character. You could have never done this again. Okay? Ever. And you signed up for an entire movie all by yourself. So... What are you talking about? You want closure. You don't want closure. You want (laughs) 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 open-sure. Alright, I'm done with that shit. Uh, listen, do you want to talk something about Venom 2? Do you want to even discuss something about Venom
0: 2? Oh my god, I mean, I still haven't seen the first one. Be 100% honest. I don't know, I haven't seen the first one. Okay, great. What, is this a big deal? Move.
1: Nope, fuck it, I'm not even, do- nope, we're not even doing it then. No, fuck it. Alright, different story. Alright, Marvel has actually said that a Deadpool R-rated movie could still be in the works. It, it is still possible, they are not ruling out the idea of having, Marv- uh, having Deadpool still be R-rated. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of Entertainment Weekly, by the way, that's EW.
0: (laughs) See how annoying that fucking is?
1: Coming up after the break, the following celebrities have birthdays today. Wait, who has a birthday today? What celebrities have birthdays today? Yeah, you were just about to say it. Russell Crowe uh ralph macchio and carmen electra
0: i feel like you just made that shit up i made
1: all of those up
0: oh you son of a if i was
1: right on one of those that would be pretty incredible right what were the names uh fuck who did i just say (laughs)
0: I just said it five seconds ago. Maybe I am having a stroke. You're pretty close with Ralph Macchio. You were you were not far off. Really? What? When is his birthday? November fourth. You're kidding me. Really? Yeah.
1: You know who else has a birthday that day? Who? My son. Is it? My son was born on the same day as Ralph Macchio. Is it true? Are you, are you? Is this a bit? I'm not kidding. That is his. That is his actual birthday. Hold on. I gotta text Sarah this. <laughs> um, I I gotta tell her. I just I have. To, I mean, how do we not? We're planning a birthday fo- party for him right now. We may have to change the theme. Oh, I'm not sure.
0: To make him the best around? No one's
1: ever going to keep him down.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, by
1: the way, she's going to write back with, who is that? Or, I don't care. Or, <laughs> please stop involving me with your show. Or the mo- Probably the, the biggest chance I have of a response is, I want a divorce. Wow. Talking to EW, the co-writer of Deadpool 2, Paul Wernick. Um, said, quote, uh, Marvel has given them permission to continue making R-rated films for the Deadpool franchise. Quote, Marvel has promised to continue to let us play in the R-rated Deadpool universe, and the hope is that they will also let us veer into the MCU a little bit as well and play in that sandbox. Um, Which is actually, I think, great, because I think this character could actually work in both ways, but I don't think you could turn this character completely to... Like in his own movie, I don't think he works as PG 13. I think in another movie that is PG 13 and you use him a little more sparingly. Yeah, it's fine.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. You
1: know, I think an entire, uh, an entire Deadpool movie that is now scaled back to PG 13. It doesn't feel right. Also, I think it's, I, there are some great bits possible. If you take an R rated character who's self-aware and put him in a PG 13 movie, like the ability when he's trying to swear and he can't, then there's some great bits there.
0: Yeah, especially, you know, uh, you can make some jokes about Mickey Mouse, about Disney not letting you, uh, or about like being around, you know, it'd be great to have him around Spider-Man and be like, not allowed to curse. You know, he's a child.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've always said, because I actually love a good bleep in a television show or a movie i think the a, a well-timed bleep is actually
0: really really funny and just yeah that's a great way to do it too you know with uh pg-13 films i think you get one fuck in do. a pg-13 movie You do so you know it would be great they could do have you have you watched all of the it crowd yet i'm on
1: episode one of the it crowd and i've watched zero seconds of it
0: great how far into the series am i you should watch it it's one of the best shows that has ever been made in television
1: i know everybody who says i should watch a fucking it crowd i'm gonna watch a fucking it crowd i get it i know
0: it's a great show it's like the funniest show ever blah 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 anyway moving on there's one bit that uh the this boss is like making this like very important deal with these japanese investors and a character comes over and just starts... She's having a bad day and she just starts screaming. Like, I think someone accidentally steps on her foot or something like that in wearing boots and she's wearing, like, flip-flops or something. Right. And she just starts screaming obscenities and yelling at this Japanese investor who stepped on her foot. And she's just like, You... And they're bleeping every every single word. And it's like, You this, that bleep. And you, you son of a bleep. And I hope your bleep gets bleeped at, like, just on and on and on. And then later there, the boss is talking to her and she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that. And he's like, yeah, you should be sorry. You're lucky that, you know, Jonathan over there was on the bleep button. Thanks, Jonathan. And it cuts over and there's a guy like next to a button and he gives the thumbs up and then it cuts back and the boss goes, but anyway, back to you. You fucked up, Jen. And then just after that, it cuts over to the guy. And after he says it, he hits the bleep button too late. That's really good that's really wouldn't really that good. be a great that would bit be with a great Deadpool, bit
1: that like that would be a great bit he sneaks one in yeah <laughs> that would be actually amazing there was some other bit that was like that that i just saw where it was like it, 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 somebody on a radio show and they accidentally said a curse word but then they didn't know if it could... oh
0: was it was it henry phillips i think so maybe it was from punching the clown yes it was it was Punching the Clown. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's film. a great bit. That's a great movie too. I actually I have that one if you want to watch it. I I would actually. I would I would totally watch it. Henry Phillips has been one of my favorite comedians for the past like 20 years.
1: So by the way, the um they haven't actually said that Deadpool 3 is actually going to happen. However, there was Just like two days ago, Ryan Reynolds tweeted a photo of him at Marvel Studios having a a meeting there. So it was either probably a meeting for either Deadpool 3 or how to work Deadpool into the MCU, which is a good sign. It's a good sign that, you know, they're still definitely moving forward and they're actually taking an active role in keeping this character going rather than just kind of you know, fan servicing for a little bit as they bring in the Fox properties and then just kind of letting, right. letting it die off.
0: Disney has to buy the Nintendo license next so that they can have Pikachu and Deadpool in yeah, the same movie. Yeah, let's just put
1: all of Ryan Reynolds' characters in there. By the way, did you see the... I think I told you about it. Did you, did you see the...
0: I haven't seen the trailer yet.
1: The uh, promo for the... Yeah, for the new... Ryan Reynolds, Taika TT.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer yet. If
1: you're out there, YouTube the trailer for, what is it, Last Man Standing or something? No, that's not right. That's a Tim Allen show. That's that's not even close to what you want to... Do not YouTube anything with the phrase Last Man Standing. <laughs> don't do that. That's just not a good idea. Oh, what is it? I don't know what it is. You Just... <laughs> You know what? Forget I said anything. Don't youtube anything ever again.
0: Just google Ryan Reynolds video game character trailer. It'll yeah, come. Yeah, that
1: up. sounds Yeah, let's do that. I don't know why I couldn't think of anything else to provide people with. You go. You do you have something? What's happening? Where am I? What is this thing that it's sitting in front of me?
0: It's a penis. I have good news. Mm. I have more good news other than the penis in front of you. Oh, okay. Paul Dano is relevant again.
1: Oh, well, I got to tell you, it is about fucking time because I just have not been able to sleep. Did you ever see Swiss Army Man? I have not. I've heard it's good. Did you see it?
0: I did. It's excellent.
1: Is it? All right. Did you see Escape from Denimora?
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: That's the Showtime miniseries that he that Paul Dano was in about the two guys. It was based on the true story of the two guys that escaped from prison with with the help of the one like woman that worked in the prison. Do you remember this new story? Shawshank? No. Close. Kind of. Actually, it's very Shawshank-esque. Because they literally carve their way out like they do in Shawshank. It's pretty... Sounds like they stole the idea. They probably did steal the idea from Shawshank.
0: Oh, was this in New York?
1: This was not in New York. This was in... Oh. Then no. You mean like upstate New York? Yeah. It might have been actually. I think it was. It might have been in upstate New York. Because yeah,
0: I remember that. There were two dudes who were like on the run in upstate New York. Yeah,
1: they were were sleeping with one woman who who worked in the prison and she helped them get like their razor blades and their whatever to... All of the episodes are directed by Ben Stiller, and it's actually really good. What the fuck are we talking about? Why? How is Paul Dano now relevant again?
0: Because Deadline says he's going to be playing the Riddler in the new Batman movie. Really? Jonah Hill was previously up for a role, probably a villain. People suspected Penguin, but there were also leaks saying he was up for the role of the Riddler. Yes. But he ended up dropping out, and he's no longer involved. Zoe Kravitz, who uh, who is in X-Men, Divergent, Big Little Lives, she was previously cast in the film, and she's going to be uh, playing the role of Catwoman. Jeffrey Wright from Westworld is going to be cast as Commissioner James Gordon. And yeah, we got Paul Dano as the Riddler.
1: Now, that's the one part of this that I haven't heard. This is actually one of the stories I was going to talk about as well. Yeah, so I we just saw that Zoe Kravitz was cast as Catwoman. That's our second time being Catwoman, by the way. Lego Batman. Oh. Yeah. So what I had heard... Yeah, so Jonah Hill was in talks to be in, in the Batman. and then Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. The character or the movie?
1: Well why not a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B you know what I'm saying oh okay Mm. all right that's the sexy version (laughs) I don't know porn music it was rumored that he was going to be in it and everyone assumed that he would be the penguin Uh, fat shame much so it recently came out that he's no longer going to be involved with the, the picture and when that was released they were like nah he was going to be the Riddler he was in talks to be the Riddler and actually, I also heard that if he had signed on, he possibly was going to be able to get Seth Rogen to come on as the Penguin. And I think that's now done too. But the the idea of Paul Dano as the Riddler, I actually love that idea. I think he could actually be really good at that. Really, really good at that.
0: Yeah, he seems like an obvious choice.
1: That's one of those castings that I'm like, I wouldn't have never thought of that in a million years. But as soon as you say it out loud, I go, that makes 100% sense. I cannot see Jonah Hill doing that role. I can see Paul Dano doing that role though. That would be that's going to be really really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. Which
1: is kind of nice cuz you're going to get less of like the the um the Jim Carrey like really big kind of over the top. It's going to be less the Riddler jumpsuit. And more like the Riddler bowler cap type of thing. Like, I think you get a more cerebral Riddler.
0: It's going to be more like the Gotham Gotham Riddler, Riddler.
1: which is more in line with with what I think is really good. Because I think we haven't had a good Riddler story. We haven't had a good Riddler story in the comics in a while as well, I think been a little bit tom king did a good run with him for a little but other than that
0: oh yeah yeah
1: it's called the war of jokes and riddles
0: it'll probably be a reading assignment if we ever get around to to it ever again we we met tom king and we didn't talk about that i don't think we
1: did meet tom king he's a very nice man
0: yeah he is he sketched uh, a sketch in a book that i bought i bought the hardcover of mr miracle and uh he drew a picture of batman and put i kill babies and then signed it i'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I, I i like that because i feel that Tom King's version of Batman, which he's he's doing in his run right now, if that version of Batman were to kill babies, he would say he's sorry for it. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that's, it's really accurate. You may have seen, you know, a small snippet of the next Tom King Batman storyline.
0: That's true. I, I do have to say, uh, I woke up in a horrible sweat a few nights ago because I, I was like, we met Tom King dressed as Mr. Miracle and Funky and did not get a picture. We didn't. I don't
1: regret that at all. Mostly because... I think he was kidding when he seemed like he didn't know who I was dressed as, <laughs> but I cannot be certain. That's okay though. No. He could just be a fan. No. It's not okay. If I wore the pants that I was wearing to be Funky Flashman for any reason, it was to show Tom King that I am dressed as Funky Flashman you said they were to very show the one man who would understand this cosplay, and I don't think he understood this cosplay. And that's not a knock on Tom King. That's a knock on the fact that maybe, maybe I took this too far.
0: (laughs) Or not far enough.
1: Or not far enough. It's probably not far enough. Should I have gone more with the pants? Maybe I should have worn the pants and a matching jacket for the pants. You
0: should have brought a baby. I should have brought a baby.
1: My baby or just any baby? Yep. Yeah, you're right. I should have done that. Oh, you know what? Since we're talking about Tom King... Uh, This is one new story I can bring back from the lost episode. Ready? Yeah. You know what I'm going to say already, but we're going to talk about it anyway. So, um, the upcoming New Gods movie directed by Ava DuVernay is going to be at least somewhat, if not heavily based around... The Tom King run on Mister Miracle, and the way that I know this is because Tom King at Comic-Con said it himself. This was actually at a panel that I was in uh, at the DC Universe panel during the New York Comic-Con, and Tom King was talking about writing Mister Miracle and how well that it did, and he said it did so well that we wrote a that we wrote a script for it. And they seem to have liked that because they bought it. And now that's going to be directed by, that's being directed by Ava DuVernay. So that is the new gods movie, which I think is fantastic. I think that's great news for this.
0: Who do you think they're going to get for a cast?
1: I think for Mr. Miracle, Neil Patrick Harris. That'd be a great choice. That'd be a great choice. And I think for Big Barda.
0: Neil Patrick Harris.
1: No, I'm, that's a good question there i'm trying to think who could be really good at that part because you got to have actually you know what Nah, eh, no i was gonna say in all honesty neil patrick harris wouldn't be bad but I'm not sure he would actually be a great funky flashman
0: oh yeah that's a good call
1: he would actually be really good at that first for scott free i don't know that's a good question. You gotta have somebody who can kind, of, who has a pretty good wit about them.
0: Can I bounce an idea off you that I'm not super sold on? Okay, go go for it. As Scott Free and Funky Flashman, Rami Malik and Zach Galifianakis.
1: Rami Malik and Zach Galifianakis as um, Rami Malik as Mr. Miracle. Yeah. I don't know. I do. He can play, he could definitely play the depressed parts of that. I could, I could 100% see that. I don't know if he could play the humor in it. What, I'm curious, what made you think of
0: Rami Malik? Oh, I don't know. I've seen him in a few things lately. I think he'd be really good at the... <laughs>
1: that makes it sound like you ran into him at a Starbucks, by the way.
0: No, nah, I mean, I've got him right here. I was going to bring him on to interview him. But since you don't want to talk about the potential of him being Mr. Miracle, he can. you can go, Rami. That'll be fine. We'll see you next time. The uh... I know
1: you're expecting me to ask you to bring him back, but no, he can go. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to him about this.
0: Do I have to make like fake footstep sounds now? Yes. That was pretty convincing. So I've been watching Mr. Miracle and um, you've been watching Mr. Miracle. Yes. That's pretty tough to do because it's a fucking comic book. I've been watching Mr. Robot. They're both Mr. I think that's what made me want him to be in it. They both like to be addressed with Mr. Well, you
1: know what? That's true. He does have a history with characters named Mr. So that's actually probably the only
0: thing you would need to do this character correctly. Yeah, that's what I think. So
1: you know what? Get him, get him back in here. Get him <laughs> back
0: in. Is he still there? No, nah, he's gone. He left. Jeez. So here's why I think that. I think you could get enough takes... To get the comedy right and the wit right, I think a director could work with him on that. But I don't think... a I think you're less likely okay. to get a person who can do the, the witty parts and the, the comedy and the, you know, the... I don't even know. Like, the ironic way of speaking that he has in the comics and the sarcasm. The dryness. Right. And also maintain the, like, sheer self-drive into insanity that he has in that comic. hmm I was actually, when I was going through, because as we talked about, we went dressed as those characters to Comic-Con. When I was going through, I was taking pictures to upload uh, onto Drive so that we could have references for the costume. And I was going through the comic. Yeah. And I got to, like, the two-page spread of him being interrogated by Orion. And he just starts screaming. yes. Yeah. You're like, ah, 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 at him and like punches him in the face until Barda has to hold him and calm him down. I I don't know. You know, you're not going to find someone who can do the wit really well and then can also do that. I don't think.
1: Yeah. I think, though because it's Ava DuVernay is the director, she can do drama really well. She directed Selma. She directed the new, that uh, I forget what it's called now, but there's the mini series on Netflix about. Um, the Central Park Five. Central Park Five. Thank you. So she can do that drama really well. I don't know that she can direct wit or comedy. And so I think you need to get an actor who can do that inherently on their own. And then Ava DuVernay can come in and coach them through the other part, the other half Is this of because you want to be Mr. Miracle? I would love to be Mr. Miracle. I could do that. I could grow that. If I really wanted to grow out my beard that length, I think I could do it. I think you could. I think that's actually, now that I think about it, it's the only thing stopping me from getting that part. I, I think I could just pretty much walk in if I grew my beard out. Or if I just
0: wore a fake beard. Sure, that would work. I thought you were going to say the, the only thing keeping you from getting that part? Too funny. Too funny. You're just too funny. As this episode demonstrates, I can feel.
1: Yeah, that's a good. That's a, that's a tough one.
0: What about Zach Galifianakis for Funky Flashman? I
1: could. I could still buy Funk, uh, Zach Galifianakis as Funky Flashman. I think he could. He could do something really cool with that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. I still think I like Neil Patrick Harris better because he's more of a showman. But I like the idea that Funky Flashman is not the best showman. So it's somebody who could... He goes head first into a brick wall when he's trying to do what he does. Right. And do, and kind of flops on it. I'm trying to think who would be a good big barda. That's a hard one, man. You know who could be a good big barda is... Um, She's already in the MCU, so I don't think she could cross over. But Colby Smulders? Oh, sure. She could... I could see her being a really good Big Barda. I think that'd be really good. She would
0: be very good. Yeah. It's funny, too, because you said she's already in the MCU, and I thought Rosario Dawson. (laughs) She would be really good, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, I like her even better. Yeah, she'd be really good at that. That'd be really impressive. Yeah, I gotta think about Scott Free. Scott Free's a tough one. Nathan Fillion. He could... Just put him in there. I, he could actually you, do that. Actually, you know who he'd be great as? Orion. Yeah. Yeah, he would be a good Orion. He'd be really good. Yeah. Anyway, this is this. I feel like we're diverting into like some other a whole other episode. Yeah. So anyway, that's but that's good. Good. That's a good. That's a good thing. Anyway, that's a good thing. I'm I'm having some sort of a mental breakdown this episode. I'm not really sure what's happening. Just pass the ball.
0: Please take the ball from me. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, since you did one that we did last time that no one ever heard, I'll do one that no one has heard. Okay. Uh, Marvel is being sued by a Hungarian production company.
1: (laughs) Yes! I love this story. I'm willing to talk about this three times. I don't even care. I know we've only talked about it twice now. I'm willing to do it on the next episode as well. I love this story. Tell this story again.
0: There's a show from the eighties called Linda that was produced in Hungary by some nobody production company. And the theme song to that sounds a little bit like the X Men theme song from the 1990s cartoon show. Yes, they are suing. I my favorite part of the story. They're suing because they think that someone from F- Fox or Marvel or whoever owned it at the time had listened to, had watched this show, Linda in Hungary, and had heard the song, and either intentionally ripped it off. Um, you know, 15 years later. Or it just, you know, snuck into their subconscious. They didn't mean to, but it's still, you're still not allowed to do that. And they believe that the song is a main reason that the show did so well. So they want some kickback from that. When asked why they didn't come forward with this sooner to bring it up to Marvel, they said, Oh, they had just never seen it until now. (laughs) Until now, they think, until now, they think that Marvel saw a Hungarian show. 10 years before X-Men, but they have never seen the X-Men. Listen,
1: but the X-Men cartoon show was not the massive mega hit that the Hungarian detective show Linda was, okay? We all remember Linda. It's I mean it's in it's it's part of the fabric of pop culture, okay? we love Linda everybody knows the theme song from Linda
0: you know what I'm really sad that the listeners don't get to hear this episode what's that you watching the episode oh me watching the oh wait hold on I'm gonna I I still will I no no it's no no, no i no, they can't the, hear it because it was so good I'm gonna get the uh, box set it, and I'm gonna never get my let me get, get my
1: let me get my Linda box set and it's out, such a shame and I'll pop it's it in such a shame. <laughs> That Um, even
0: if Chris does it this time, I'll cut it out. No, what a shame! No,
1: you're not. You're not going to cut it out. Are you kidding me? What the people uh, will not let you cut this out. All right, because they love Linda. Everybody loves Linda. All right. This was the biggest show around. And the theme song was the best. If you can't remember the theme song from Linda, which let's be honest, we all remember what it is. The theme song from from Linda went like this. Chris, let me me make a deal with you. I'll leave this whole
0: thing in. Okay. I'll leave it in. All right? Okay. If. If? If you edit the episode.
1: Oh, God, no. (laughs) No. Oh, no. (laughs) I'd rather, I would rather you just cut out everything. And then... <laughs> oh, well, guess what? I did that last time. Yep. No, I did it for you. So, uh... Sh- uh wait, do you want me to watch the first episode of Linda? Because I'll do it. No, please don't. It's great. If you haven't watched it, it's fantastic. I mean, it really... I it draw it sucks you in from moment 1 are you kidding me she's in the woods she's running who is she running from i don't know but then she's on a cliff and there's like 20 of her and then there's a guy with sunglasses and then she shoots that guy and who's that guy why is she shooting him she didn't even identify Chris, herself for fuck's it's sake it's great it's so good, please it's go to your next then thing. And she jumps. Yeah, uh, no, hold on. We'll get to it in a sec- Yes, you're right. the sh- The episode, the first episode of Linda, is like an hour, and then she jumps off the cliff, right? And then it turns animated, and there's a cartoon part where the car is coming around the cliff. She's stopping the car, and then she's shooting the car, and then she's like, "Linda." Is that the Entertainment Tonight song? That's the theme song to Linda. Everyone knows that.
0: Jeez. Really? It's weird. It sounded a lot like the theme from X-Men. From the 90s cartoon show? Yes. The one that went... X-Men. That one? Yes.
1: Yeah. I know. That's what what the whole lawsuit is about. They sound exactly the same. It's so good. Honest to God, guys, go see. Go see. Go see. Go to a theater near you and demand that they put on the first episode of Linda, the Hungarian (laughs) lady detective show. In your local cinema. Let's start a movement.
0: Please go to your next thing.
1: All right. So here's my next news story. Regal Cinemas has actually recently announced that they are going to be bringing back into theaters the pilot episode of the Hungarian detective show, Linda. All right. My next thing is this. Uh, Kevin Feige has been named the chief creative officer of Marvel. Um, So on top of his duties of running the MCU, he's now the chief creative officer of Marvel. uh, So he'll also be overseeing publishing operations, sales, creative services, games, licensings, and events, which I think can do nothing but
0: good things. Do you concur, Doctor? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) I was looking up my last news thing to get ready, and I thought I could do both. Were you looking up the pilot episode of Linda? I really wasn't
1: this is no, this isn't a bit you son- this is not a bit, oh, you really weren't paying attention, you son of a bitch, you asshole, you weren't paying- att- i i I finally got it. you yelled at me, you chastised me for putting up a fake news story. And you're so mad. And then I finally got around to reading the real news story and you didn't even listen to it. Well,
0: yeah, I assumed it would be the same thing twice. You
1: know what? I want to be offended by that. But actually, that thought did go through my mind. I'm not. Yeah, of course it did. Yeah, I did think about actually doing that. So I can't even be upset with you. Okay. So Kevin Feige is the new CCO, the Chief Creative Officer of Marvel. So now he oversees publishing operations, sales, creative services, games, licensing, and events. As well as he plans the weekly cafeteria menu as well. Was
0: he just in charge of movies or what?
1: He was just in charge of the MCU. Now he's in charge of a broader scope of Marvel going forward. This
0: is a bad idea. Okay. Let me tell you why. Tell me why. You tell me why. I will. Okay. Start now. Begin speaking. Okay. He seems to have a very strong will to live. But if anything can drive a man to suicide, <laughs> I think this is it. <laughs> and he's too valuable.
1: Fair enough. You know what? That's the one angle on that I did not see coming. All right. Well, <laughs> that is a, that's a fair point. But before he finally takes his own life, I think it'll actually be really good. Like, I think this will actually be really cool.
0: I mean, how far is he... I think he's going to get halfway into one project and be like, well, that's enough of that. Yeah.
1: All right. If I, I'm done. Possibly. I don't know. I think th- there's good and bad things about this. I think that the good thing is that people think that it'll create kind of more of a cohesiveness across the board with all of Marvel's products. Not that there wasn't a lot of disorganiz- disorganization, but at the same time i may i don't think that that's necessarily a good thing like what typically used to happen is that you know we'd have the comics and we'd have the characters and then a movie would come out and they would try to adapt the comic character to be a little more like pretty closely skewed to what the movie was so that a new audience could come into the comics and start reading it uh which kind of left the hardcore fans in the dust um Which, with having one guy overseeing everything, I think is going to be his natural inclination. It's to make everything very streamlined and very unified in that way. Which, I don't know if that's a good idea. I like the idea of having... You know, you have the MCU, which is its own thing. You have the comics universe, which is its thing. And the two things can be kind of different from each other. What I say make any sense whatsoever. Because now that I've gotten to the end of the sentence, I feel like I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah,
0: it makes perfect sense. Okay. I don't know that we have any need to be worried about that yet.
1: You're more worried that he jumps out of a
0: window. (laughs) I am. Like, we've already seen a lot of the things that Disney buys. Like, when they bought Star Wars, they didn't redo a bunch of stuff to make everything line up correctly. Yeah. Um, There are still things that are non-canonical. They did it a little bit, but there's still some things that are non-canonical. Or at minimum, like, they're they're canon. But it's not like you have to read the the comic to know what's going on in The Last Jedi or else... You know, you know what I mean? So, like, I think... I don't think there's any... I think probably what is going to happen is they are going to continue to have the arcs that they had already. And they're just going to put Kevin Feige in to oversee them.
1: Yeah. And I think if that's the case, then that's a good thing. What I'm saying is that, you know... I don't know what I'm saying. I, I'm yeah. Okay, I'll I'll go with that. I I was gonna. I, I have some sort of a point stewing around in my head, and it's decided that it doesn't want to actually come out of my mouth, and so I'm just gonna let it die.
0: I think your point was that you you like the idea of having disconnected universes. from like the idea from that each other because you can get a yeah, bunch of different. So
1: you know the history of the, of the Marvel universe and the comics that's been going for longer than the MCU, and so. I don't want to start having, you know, let's start issues back at number one and start the character over so that when issue number, this new issue, number one comes out, it looks a lot like the movie version and the, the, um, origin story is a lot like the movie version. So the people who saw the movie can now follow along in the comics. Like that's not really what I want. Right. I, I want to keep that rich tapestry that the, the comic history has, uh, and then have the movies be their own their own separate thing.
0: Yeah, well, it sounds like tough shit to me. Wow. You know, you're really feisty this episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I'm still upset with you.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? I'm still upset with me, too. Yeah, I know. There's a line. Yeah. Your wife's probably upset with you. Your kid's yeah. probably upset with you. Yeah. Melinda wants me to be, like, uh, sitting in the living room with her. So, like, she's, yeah. I, she's I upset with me, too?
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm about to just Kevin Feige myself. <laughs> God. Is that a proper way to refer to that? Now, I think so. Do
0: you have any more news after this? I don't have any more. Let's wrap this fucker All up. All right, because I had one other thing, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> okay, great. Wait, just give me the headline. Uh, Venom Two. <laughs> it was um, it was that uh, Admiral Akbar's son may have a role in the rise of Skywalker. Who gives a fuck? Let's wrap this episode
1: up. That's what I say. All right. Enough said about that. That's going to, yeah, that's going to be it. Uh, so next time we're going to be talking some uh, some Joker. Yeah. Uh, I just saw it last night and I got to tell you, I have some thoughts. I have. Uh, do you, and you have some thoughts too? I've seen it twice now. I'm very interested in a person who's seen it twice. Yep. Voluntarily who, on their thoughts on this movie. Okay. Oh my gosh. Right, then that's it. That's it. Uh, we're saving it for next time. All right, that's it. Hey, uh, but before we go, hey, Andrew.
0: Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Oh, I'm done with yeah. this, but where can they find us? They can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. You can watch our videos on YouTube.com slash the media lunch break. You can find us on Patreon.com slash the media lunch break. We've still got four slots available for the dollar mystery boxes. Uh, and we actually just got our second patron who we don't know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do uh, we know their name? Yeah, I think it's Meg. (laughs) Meg? Yeah.
1: Oh, that sounds made up, but all right. Hey, Meg, thanks for doing that. If that's your real name.
0: So yeah, thank you. Whoever
1: you are, Meg, <laughs> or as I will refer to you now, Not Meg. Nutmeg? Wait, that sounds like Nutmeg. I don't want to do that. Non-meg? Fake Meg.
0: Call, tell you, all right, let's, let's call you by the name you really are edward snowden thanks eddie what the fuck was i talking about i have no idea what are we doing you can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com you can go to our website which is www.themedialunchbreak.com those are all the ways you can contact us thank you julie for being our oldest patron not our oldest art wow (laughs) wow i don't even think she's still there buddy but she She is so out yeah it's uh, the best kind of money. She's been our patron for longer than anyone else. Okay, there you go. By the way, if
1: you uh if you are subscribing to us on iTunes, give us, you know, give us a little give us a little review, give us a five-star review. Um Oh yeah, you,
0: I haven't I haven't told you. I haven't read any of them yet. We, do we we've got some? some
1: Son of yeah, a bitch.
0: Uh, um, yeah, let me read them on here. Yeah,
1: go for it. Give us a five star review if you if you're subscribing to us on iTunes. If you want to give us
0: anything less, don't. Why? Why not? Yeah, Just give us all of these are one star reviews. So are they really great? Yeah, they all say awesome. Chris owes me money. So I don't know what that's
1: about, but I don't I, I don't know who that is, but I can tell you this much: I'm not paying you back.
0: I'm not doing that. You here we can go. Keep so, asking. I'm not paying you back, Mom. Uh, I'm gonna read them. We've got four now. All of them are five out of five stars. Hot diggity damn. The first one, I'm not sure who this is, but it's the username Scott Alotti. (laughs) They say, great podcast. This is my favorite podcast in the realm of comics, geek, and movie news. I wonder where you got that tag. And the hosts are hilarious and have great chemistry. Yeah, we do. Makeout Sessions every day. They offer up great insight and continue to be the podcast I most eagerly anticipate to listen to. Thank you, Eric. Your check is in the mail.
1: Can I just ask, though, was Makeout Sessions part of the review, or did you add that? Oh, I Did added he that. put
0: that in there? No, I added Oh,
1: okay. I thought he said make out sessions every day no which maybe should that be our new we were looking for a new slogan should that be our our new slogan i think the media lunch break make out sessions every day
0: i'm gonna start making that's gonna be after the mystery box campaign is over yeah we're gonna do one that's two dollars and anyone who does it for two dollars gets to choose our slogan for a month Ooh, (laughs) or i don't know like three episodes or something I like we'll that. We'll figure it out. Here's, like it. here's another one. Danny La Barbosa 313 says, Great. Good show. A lot of fun. Thank you, sir or ma'am. I don't know who you are.
1: Dan- <laughs> Again, I can't tell when you stop reading the review and start talking in your own voice. So I'm assuming that he said in his review... Thank you, sir or ma'am. I'm not really sure okay, which. Okay, okay, okay.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll try. To, I'll try to do a voice. Yeah, please M. do a Simmons voice. Simmons 81. Great podcast. Funny, and informative. Keep up the great work. And James Humphrey says funny nerd stuff. If you're a geek and like comedy, give this one a try. They review comics and movies and have great insight and are really funny. Thank you, James. Excellent. You said doo doo.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. So we did a thing where there was no thing before. We did. Good job, us.
0: What do you think are the odds that this one records?
1: Uh, I'm going to give it 23%.
0: Oh, God.
1: It recorded. I, what are the odds that it's going to work that we can ever air right. this? 22%. Oh, it went it's going down with every we, we second. We better hurry this second. shit up, then. Yep. yep. All right. That's it. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. See you next time for Joker.